0: Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. Today is Wednesday, November twenty fifth, two 2015. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, the day before, Thanksgiving, blessed. bless it. <laughs> As you are traveling and on your vac- uh, vacations and with family and friends, you're still making time to dial in, and we just want to thank you so much for doing so. We are here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time uh, every single day just for 20 minutes or so of power and inspiration to help you get your day started on time and on top. Thank you for sharing it with everyone that you know as well. It's important to associate with people that are positive, that are progressive, and that are pursuing great things in life. And that's exactly what you get by being connected to all of the VIPs, the Vision Impact Partners that are a part of our movement here and uh, motivational moments in the morning and everything else that we do uh, as well. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for doing that. Many of you have been seeing uh, the post in, in, in regards to the Straight Talk Woman Talk intensive that is going to be taking place January 16th in Houston, Texas. These videos, the stories, the testimonies of these women are life-changing. Every single woman in the sound of my breath, no. Who has breath to breathe can relate in some capacity or another to the women who are going to be one of the 333 that are in attendance. So make sure that you go, you watch those videos, tag your friends, share with the women in your life, male men share with the women in your life. I'm so excited to see that the ticket sales are moving so much, and it's a lot of men who are purchasing tickets for the women in their lives. That is powerful. You know, because they realize, hey, we're going to benefit. (laughs) We're going to benefit from these women and who they become, uh, what happens after the event is over. So thank you, gentlemen, for doing that. Go ahead and secure your seats today, ladies, for that. Tag your friends. Share with everyone you know those videos so they, too, can be touched and inspired inspired by these beautiful, beautiful messages, powerful women as well. And so we're looking forward to seeing you there. talk.com is where you can go to get all of the details for it. com. Also be sure to join the Straight Talk Woman Talk group on Facebook. Just search Straight Talk Woman Talk on Facebook. Join the group so you are become a part of our community. You can interact more with all the women who are a part of our movement. We are looking forward to that. Also, Chicago, you are on the map. For January 23rd, my husband and I will be heading your way for a One Dreams Collide workshop in partnership with our vision impact partners, uh, Carl and Rachel Burnside. And so make sure you head on over to wilkinsevents.com so that you can secure your seat for Chicago. As well, we're looking forward to coming to the Windy City, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you got your pen and paper handy so you can take notes. Have your social media pages pulled up as well. We want to see your notes on there and tag us in them as well so we can continue to share the good news with everybody. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. If you're driving, put your Bluetooth in because it's time to go. Honey, come onto to the line and say good morning to our VIP.
1: Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good Morning, kings and queens. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. I am excited about your future, but I'm also grateful for your past. I'm grateful for where you've been. Why? Because here I am. You've got to declare that word in your spirit, in your life. Here I am. Everything that I've been through, all of the tests and the trials that I've experienced have prepared you for the moment that you have today. You can turn this moment into a movement or you can decide to make it a monument. But here I am. Am I am here turns into here I am when I go from wanting it to deserving it. That word deserve means day of service. I deserve it. The it that I'm after cannot be purchased with money. The it that I'm after can't be filled with millions. The it that I'm after can't be filled with cars and clothes and jewelry. The it that I'm after can't be purchased. The it that I'm after cannot be compromised on. The if that you're after has to be something so big, so bold, so audacious that you're willing to let go of what didn't work, willing to let go of those that are not for you, willing to let go of projects that no longer serve you, and say, here I am. It's a resolving confidence. That word confidence means with trust. It's a resolving confidence that everybody will get to in your life when you say the things that have happened to me. They haven't really happened to me. They've really happened for me. The people that have showed up, that are here to now support me, I embrace them. The pain that has actually shown up for me to overcome this pain is going to be a process. I must die to who I am so I can give birth to who I will become. But when I am presented before the people, here I am. Take me as I am. I'm unapologetically me. I am no longer going to fit my square, my square personality into the circle of your influence and affluence if it doesn't elevate me. I have now discovered that it is better to go where I am celebrated than where it is that I am tolerated. I have now also discovered that the purpose of life is to leave your mark, to leave your fingerprint, your footprint, Over 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, and nobody has your DNA, doesn't need approval. You are peculiar. You're special. You're different. You're supposed to be. You're cut from a different cloth. You're a branch of the same tree with my wife and I. That's why you stand out. And it's going to be impossible for you to have an outstanding life if you're afraid to stand out. And i faced that before. I'll never forget coming up. I was about eight years old, and I'm standing in class, and I was asked to work a problem on the board. I'm in Nigeria at this time because I had been shipped over to Nigeria because my parents chose their career over their child. And I'm standing in there, and it's such an advanced class because, you know, in overseas countries, they're typically four to five grades ahead in learning than we are in the U.S. I'm sitting there, I remember in about the third grade having to solve a sixth grade problem. There's a math problem. There's a class full of about 30 students. They asked me to do the problem. I go on the board. They give me the problem. They had given everybody else the challenges to fix, and they had done their thing, and now it's my turn. I went on the board, tried to do it, didn't understand it, couldn't put it together, and the class started laughing. The teacher started scolding, and I left there completely embarrassed. Left there completely unaware of what I was going to do and what I was doing. Didn't understand what was going on. I couldn't fit in. I couldn't keep up. It just, it just wasn't for me. Report cards come out a couple of weeks later. I take my report card to my house, and, of course, <laughs> I wasn't at the top of the class. I wasn't at the bo- I wasn't even in the middle. I was at the very bottom. I was the second-to-last student in performance. Turn in the report card to my grandma. She looks at me crazy. My aunt takes the report card. She laughs. She says, oh, I know your back hurts. I said, why do you say that? She says, because you've carried the class. And I walked away from that experience and living it day after day after day, saying I'm carrying the class. I walked in through life, position after position, relationship after relationship, saying you failed. You're not good enough. You've carried the class. It wasn't until I met somebody. It wasn't a man, it wasn't a woman. It wasn't until I was introduced to the real me that I stopped deciding to carry the class and decided to carry myself. You must learn. The experiences have come to build you, not to break you. The experiences, the the thoughts that you have encountered, the people that you've encountered, they've really come to shape you and to mold you and to form you. Into the person that you would stand up into and you would declare out loud here, I am. The two most powerful words in the English language are I am because anything that follows I am is what you become. I am great. I am good enough. I am worthy. And most people, they struggle with the ideology and this philosophy of being worthy, of being deserving, of being the one. You are the one. You're the one that's going to change the entire landscape of your family's lineage and name. The things that you're going through right now, this is not a tombstone. It's a stepping stone for you to get to the next level. The higher the level, the bigger the devil. But you must defeat this devil. Some of us are sleeping with the enemy. It's not the one outside of you, it's the inner me. What African Proverbs says if the enemy on the inside is defeated, the enemy on the outside can do me no harm here. I am, unapologetically me. I've been given the personality I have to complete the work that I'm supposed to complete. I am significant. There's something special about me. I don't need you to put a check mark. I don't need your approval. I don't need your suggestion. I don't need anybody to pump me up to be me. I am the one, the one standing in the need of prayer. If not my mother. It's not my father. It's me, oh Lord. i work like it depends on me, and I pray like it depends on God, and I realize that any challenge or circumstance that I face, he and I together, we can overcome it. I don't have to reduce myself. I don't have to change myself to fit in to the demographics of what you think I ought to be and who you think I ought to become. I'm standing still in my present state saying this is me, complete and my grandeur. I'm not arrogant. I'm confident. I have realized that you need me. I'm significant for what you're going to experience. And today is the day that you present yourself from the place that you came from when you say, I am here, and you move to this place of resolve and say, here,
0: I am. Wow, that's powerful. You you are the one. You you are it and there is nothing nothing wrong with you. I can't tell you how many times we've experienced um people attempting to force us to just be who we're not. Oh, if you you sound too preachy. Um you you sound too well, I used to get told growing up that I sound like a kid. Oh, Portia, your voice is like a kid. You sound like a kid. So I was very – I didn't lack much confidence at all in speaking because I thought I sounded like a kid. I thought my voice wasn't strong enough or wasn't powerful enough. And so instead of speaking, I chose to be silent. I didn't speak. When opportunities came to do things in school or in class, you know, I had to work extra hard to get the courage to even say anything because I was – I was just worried about the ridicule. I was worried about what they were going to say. And even though, you know, they, they weren't attempting to be mean, but words the spirit, words are powerful. And sometimes, you know, people will say things to manipulate you, to just do what they want you to do and just be who they want you to be for their agenda. They tell you all the time, hey, it's not about you. And you're thinking because it's about the bigger picture, but in reality, no, it's about them. It's not about you. It's about them. And so when you, when you come out of that and you're able to see the full picture, when you step out of the frame, first of all, you're like, Oh my goodness. How did I do this for so long? How did I, how did I minimize my gifts for so long? How did I, you know, silence myself for so long? How did I compromise for so long for, for something or someone or, or, or for, for them that doesn't even fuel me, how did I do that for so long? They're all lessons they're all lessons so what you're gonna to have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is just continue on. you got to continue on with confidence that who God created you to be is who you're supposed to be God doesn't make mistakes. He does not make you are not a mistake to now to your parents, you may have been, <laughs> but to God, you are not. You know, you hear people all the time, well, yeah, this one was a surprise one. We weren't expecting this one. They may not have been expecting you, but God was. So even if those people in your life are your family members, even your parents putting you down and telling you that you're not good enough or attempting to force you to just be who who you're not, at some point in time you, you're going to have to say, you know what, i got to stop looking at listening to what you're saying and look at who God says I am. You see, the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, is like a mirror. You look at it and you see a reflection of who you really are. You see a reflection of of this powerful person, this person who is courageous, this person who has the ability to impact people and change lives all over the world. That is you. Yes, you. No matter how small of a town you grew up in. I grew up in Hearn, Texas, population about 5,048% African American. There were 72 people in my senior class and I wasn't in the top 10%. I got out of school with a C, went to college. If it wasn't for the D that I made in history, I wouldn't have got out. My graduation was so emotional because I almost didn't make it out. It doesn't matter what your upbringing was. You can determine what your life is going to be. You can bring yourself up and out of where you were. You can bring yourself up and out of that abuse. I know. I've been there. Verbal abuse, physical abuse. Sexual abuse, I've experienced it. You can bring yourself up and out of that. It is possible. You can bring yourself up and out of lack. If you grew up in a poverty environment where you didn't have anything, you didn't have money, you didn't have two nickels to rub together, whatever the case may be, you can bring yourself up and out of it. How, How many stories do we see circulating around the world of people who were in third world countries who didn't have anything and they came here to the United States, built fortunes and went right back home to go and give back. Guess what? You're here. You can do that too. You can do that already. Whatever the vision is that's in your heart, you don't need anybody's approval to do it. You don't need anybody's opinion or nothing. You are fully equipped. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. So don't worry about what paperwork you do or do not have or what credentials you do or do not have. Don't worry about that. We've all faced those moments where we second-guessed ourselves and we thought, well, maybe I should do this. Maybe I maybe I should do that. No, maybe you should just do what God has called you to do. How about that? How about you, you just do that? You just walk it out. A lot of times we use going in there, Shambhal, and extra mile to getting those certifications and stuff as justifications to procrastinate, you know, those professional students. People go from one degree to another degree to another degree, at all and they're in school for 30 years, never stepping out or doing anything with degree. They just sitting in class all the time. Why? Because they're hesitant to go do something. They don't know what they're supposed to do. They don't understand already that they're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You're God's own special people. That's what you have to recognize. That's who you are. You're royalty. Your daughters and sons of the king, not a king, but the king. It is your birthright for you to prosper. Don't don't minimize who you are because somebody else is uncomfortable with it. Don't do that. People, it happens all the time. Somebody is going to be offended by something you say is something you do, whether you're doing it publicly or you're doing it privately. At some point in time, somebody somewhere is going to be offended. Listen, if it doesn't apply to you, don't take offense. If you do take offense, it's because the shoe fits. And if the shoe fits, go ahead and wear it and walk off. But don't don't spin your wheels and stress yourself out attempting to fit in when you were born to stand out. In order to be outstanding, you must stand out. There's nothing wrong with you. If you get nothing else for what I'm sharing with you this morning, I want you to understand that one simple thing: there is nothing wrong with you. Who you are with all your flaws and imperfections, with all your shortcomings, mistakes, and mess-ups, who you are is still good enough. There is absolutely, positively nothing wrong with you. You see, my husband may have carried the class, but because Jesus carried the cross, he can now carry himself, and so can you, honey.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's That's what what happens, happens, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. You get to the place in your life where you decide to commit. You may have made me cry, but you will never make me quit. Here I am. Listen, I want you to go to www.yourpurposeswaiting.com. I want you to get there immediately, not eventually. And here's why. You have to get to a place of complete understanding. It's deeper than knowing. To know is good, but to understand is better. Why? Your understanding has to do with whom it is that you stand under. To understand a thing is a different level than knowing because a lot of people know you, but very few understand you. And sometimes that may even start with yourself. The foundation of everything that you're going to achieve, everything that you're going to build, everything that you're going to fulfill is going to be predicated on the concept of purpose, how to find it, how to define it, refine it, and serve it to the world. You can't serve it until you can define it. You can't define it until you refine it. You can't refine it until you found it. And My goal, our desire for you is that you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for, make an investment in it to yourself today. If you are part of the VIP circle, you're sincerely saying I am a vision impact partner, I want you to get a copy of that. Not only for you, get it for your children. Get it for your teenager. Get it for that way routine that's, you know, you're like, what is wrong with you, dude? Lady, why are you doing this? They don't understand purpose. When purpose is not known or when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. When purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Get to that website now, www.yourpurposeiswaiting.com. It comes with a complimentary coaching session with my wife and I where we can invest some private time with you unfolding and unpacking your dreams, your goals, your visions, because a true vision is about we. Ambition is about me. We want your vision to come to pass, and it's not too late to stay out, stand out, step up, and say, here I am. God bless you.
0: God bless your families. And God bless your dreams.